Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran. There's been widespread coverage of your decision not to support the European Parliament resolution on the Russian aggression against Ukraine and widespread condemnation too. Why, why did you take the decision, Mick? Well, first of all, Alan, uh, people uh, condemn us without actually knowing what they're condemning. Um, this resolution wasn't just, oh, do you condemn Russian aggression? There's, there's a, an absolute multitude of stuff in the resolution. Some of us uh, we agree with, some of us we disagree with. Now, just, and I want to give you an example of some, of some of the stuff we voted for in the resolution, right? We, we voted for, number one, condemns the, in the strongest possible terms the Russian Federation's illegal, unprovoked and unjustified military aggression against an invasion of Ukraine, as well as the involvement of Belarus in this aggression. Right, and the second one, we, we voted for, demands that the Russian Federation immediately terminate all military activities in Ukraine, unconditionally withdraw all military and paramilitary, paramilitary forces and military equipment from the entire international nationally recognized territory of Ukraine and fully respect Ukraine's territorial integrity and sovereignty. Number three, we voted for underlines that the military aggression and invasion constitutes a serious violation of international law and in particular the UN Charter. The idea that we haven't condemned Russians' aggression against Ukraine is not true. Now, but we didn't vote for the resolution because there's a whole lot of stuff in it that will make things worse. I'd like to go through some of those uh, articles Mick with you. Mick Wallace is a disgrace and an embarrassment to Ireland following his opposition in the European Parliament vote this evening. I realise that Mick did not have the courage to direct Bakley with me. His latest actions in failing to condemn the invasion of a sovereign democratic state are odious and he must be held account for the same. He claims that the countries of Central and Eastern Europe should not have been allowed to join NATO or the European Union as by doing this they pose a threat to Russia. That is his view and he is free to state it. There are comments from Senator Malcolm Byrne and they're just some of the comments that have come in. You're, you're being widely condemned for, make, uh, for this. Make. Mean, he doesn't even know what I voted on. I just read out things that we voted for, not mm. against, for. Yeah, right. We voted for the things I read out, right? Now, we don't agree. I mean, uh, one, like one of the things that we voted against was reiterates that NATO is the foundation of collective defence for the member states who are NATO allies. Now, and welcomes the unity between the EU and NATO. Listen, we're anti-war. NATO has nothing to do with okay. peace. It's to do with war. We're pro-peace. We're anti-war. And we've condemned in the strongest terms Russia's uh, military efforts because it's wrong. What Russia has done is wrong and we have condemned it from the very start. This is also calling for flooding Ukraine with arms. That is absolute right. madness. Okay. Now, I mean, this will be a disaster if the EU gets, in, gets involved in flooding Ukraine with arms. We're praying for a feckin' ceasefire. Others are glad to see that, that right. there's a war going on. And I mean, and, and, and listen, Mar- this, this, only this week, uh, Alan, I, 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 I spoke with the UN on Monday night here in the Parliament, right? And I addressed the fact, the UN have just done a report where over, they said that over 370,000 people have been killed in Yemen and that 
16 million have been driven into poverty right. and close to 9 million now are suffering from malnutrition and nobody gives a damn and the West are supporting it. I've just spoken to Alexander who's on the outskirts of Kiev. He couldn't even complete the interview with me. He was in tears, worried about the impact it's having on children. Well, can I just look, because I've looked at the, the articles as well. I'd like to get your view. Article 8 denounces the unilateral recognition by the Russian Federation of the independence of the Russian occupied areas of Donetsk and Luhansk regions of Ukraine. Do you condemn Russian action in Crimea, Mick? Listen, I've, I have condemned everything that Russia has done that breaks international law. Everything. So you condemn the action in, in Crimea? I've, 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 I've condemned... Anyone that breaks international law, anywhere in the world, we condemn it. Whether it's the Russians, the Chinese, okay. the Americans, the French, the British, whoever they are. We condemn the breach of international law right. every time. All right. Articles 24, 25 and 26 are the core articles reading this last night, Mick. And I'd really like to get your views on this. In- Article 24 encourages the strengthening of NATO's enhanced forward presence in the member states geographically closest to the Russian aggressor and to the conflict. You quite clearly... This no, is some- I, 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 disagree, I, I disagree with everything to do with NATO. I, NATO is only making things worse. NATO is destabilising the area. We want peace, we don't want war. NATO only wants war. Right. It wants to promote the, the military-industrial complex. It has nothing good to offer the right. people of Europe. NATO is a disaster. We should have nothing to do with it. And the people of Europe should be campaigning right. for NATO to be abolished. We want peace, not war. Let's humanise it. I've just heard Alexander, who couldn't finish the interview with me in floods of tears. He had a shotgun. It was taken from him. He has bullets and no gun, yet he's prepared to fight for his country. Are you saying to me this morning that you believe that people like Alexander should be left almost bare, naked, with no armaments to fight for their country, whereas as if NATO go in and give them these, uh, th- this ammunition, they will be in a position to fight. I can't understand the logic. You're throwing them to I, the wolves, Mick. Okay, no, we're not. Though. I tell you, why hasn't NATO armed the Palestinians to fight against the brutal aggression of the Israelis? You answer me that. I can't answer you that, but I mean... No, you're damn right you can't, can't. because they wouldn't dream of doing it, right? And the more arms that go into uh, Ukraine... Arm, putting arms in isn't going to kill, isn't going to solve your friend's problem, right? But he's, he's only the more arms that are going to go in there, the more Ukrainians that die. We we want less Ukrainians to die. We don't want more just to suit NATO's ambitions. There's a 40-kilometer tailback of Russian armaments closing in on Ukraine. You've already seen them blow up the tower, the TV tower there yesterday. Are you saying that at this point in time that those Ukrainians who are prepared to fight shouldn't be armed to combat this Russian force? Listen, because, yeah. Listen, I, I'm. I, I'm saying that the more arms that goes in there, the worse things will get. We've already called for the Russians to stop all military activity, to get the hell out of the place. They're breaking international law by being in there. But the way forward is not more war. The way forward is not putting in more arms and guns in there. The way forward, Alan, is negotiation. The Ukrainians and the Russians, the French and the Germans, the Chinese and the Americans need to sit down and bring about a ceasefire. And that's possible. But you have to want to do it. Right now, the only outsider that's actually pushing for negotiations and for talks are the Chinese. They're the only ones. Why aren't the Americans pushing for a negotiated settlement? You answer me that. Why aren't the Americans? Why aren't NATO wanting a a negotiated settlement? Because NATO is not even interested in talking to anyone. NATO are only interested in war. How do you negotiate with a despot like Putin at the moment? How do you you negotiate? Listen, how how were the... uh, 
how, how did a Brits negotiate with the IRA in, 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 uh, in the north? If you don't negotiate, you have to talk to the enemy. You have mm-hmm. to talk to them about the who, how, how bad they are. There's, there's the Sahel region in, in Africa where the French are still behaving like colonialists. They're, the, the, the jihadists are running amok in the place and there's nothing only trouble. But you know what? Until they all start talking to each other, they ain't going to solve any problems. And likewise in Ukraine, we need right. negotiations and we need them now. Well, you support Ukraine's entry into the EU. Do you support that? Listen, if... Uh, when Ukraine, if, if Ukraine were actually welcomed into the, uh, the EU uh, without conditions of neoliberal reforms and opening the place up to be raped uh, by Western corporate interest, then I'd be in agreement with us. But while they, when they're doing that, I wouldn't. There's about, and listen, there's 20 countries in the Balkans uh, waiting. Wait, there's, or not 20, but there's, there's countries in the Balkans waiting 20 years nearly to get into, to get into the EU, right? And they're still not being let in. And anyway, the idea, if, even if, if Ukraine is accepted uh, as, a, as a, a potential member of, of the EU, I mean, it won't happen for years anyway. But I mean, uh, I've, I have no problem uh, who comes into Europe as long as uh, the conditions are right. Do you think Russia bears full responsibility for this? They're the aggressor. Oh, Russia, Russia, Russia invaded the place. They have to carry responsibility for that. Putin was completely wrong to invade the place. I, I, I've condemned uh, Putin and Russia 100% for invading Ukraine. It's against international law. We, we challenge anyone that breaks international law any day. We don't give a damn who he is. Will you support war crime investigations into Russia and into Putin? Oh, listen, I, I, I support war crimes investigation anywhere and there as well. Of course I would. What do you expect uh, Putin's reaction will be to the resolution which was passed in the European Parliament? Will he give a toss? No, he won't. Really? Listen, and, and even all, all the sanctions that they're going to introduce against Russia, right? Russia were expecting all of them. Well, where's the surprise? You talk about the importance of dialogue. You've, you've, you've said to me on several occasions about being a peace-loving man, but do you really believe that Putin can be defeated through dialogue, through diplomacy, and the imposition of sanctions? Yeah, I do, yeah. Everybody, um, everybody is prepared, uh, no matter how bad the person is. I mean, you know, I mean... The, the Americans drop bomb on people, on people every day, bombs on people every day, right? And, uh, but yet, sometimes talks do happen as well with them. You know, I mean, there's always, there's always the potential for a negotiated settlement, but the will has to be there. Right, right now, we're not seeing enough of the will there for it, from any of the sides. And, uh, it, it's, 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 it's amazing that the Chinese are the only ones currently pushing okay. for it. So what, what, what's it, what's hopefully it to... that will change in the near future and that, that, that common sense prevails and that uh, they all sit around the table and sort this out and end the fight. What exactly is it going to take to achieve it, Mick? It, it's going to take the, the desire for the, the, the war to stop, the desire for a settlement that will bring peace. You have to have the desire first. Right. And what's your plan? Because have we ever seen this approach work successfully with, with Putin before? Because I haven't. What would your plan be to make it work? Listen, uh, there's, there's been plenty of cases. I mean, I, I, I just even mentioned the fact that uh, the war in Northern Ireland stopped because people talked to each other. They talked to the provost. They brought it about eventually, right? But loads of people said, oh, we're not talking to them, we're not talking to them. I mean, for, for God knows, uh, I mean, there's, uh, look, look, look at the Americans sitting down with the Taliban uh, in, uh, in Afghanistan. The Americans sat down with them at Doha, and uh, the Americans pulled out and left the place to the Taliban. Which, uh, there was negotiations as well. There's, all, there's, there's, all, there's plenty of uh, 
uh, areas where negotiations are popular. There's, there's been negotiations in Lebanon at different periods. Okay. One of the few places where there hasn't been one is Palestine and, uh, and Israel. And uh, we don't hear the Fianna Fallers criticizing uh, the Israeli uh, war crimes against the Palestinians. Why? Why aren't they? Right. Look, Rick, I've got two, two final questions, first of all. Have, having seen the media response to the decision, do you still believe that you were representing the people who voted for you and that you actually Absolutely. read the news? Absolutely. Come here. You, uh, you'll even see it in my leaflet uh, when I was standing, right? Yeah. We said that we will oppose the militarisation of Europe, block, stock and barrel, and that we'd work for peace and we would, we would challenge all war, right? And we're still doing that as, as, as well as we can. And the fact that we're getting attacked in the media at home, I take it as a compliment. Because if we were doing nothing and there's plenty of people doing nothing over here if you're doing nothing they wouldn't say a word about you and my final question for you so is in your opinion has your decision to reject this resolution been taken completely out of context Listen, we done what we thought was the right thing. And I'll tell you what, it wasn't easy, right? It wasn't easy, but we couldn't, in all honesty, have voted for us, given that there's so much stuff in it that's wrong. And uh, enhancing our, our relationship with NATO, in increasing uh, troops and military activity. We have, we have already had, we have the Germans now agreeing to spend $100 billion more on defence every year. This is absolute nonsense, but this is exactly what the Americans and NATO wanted. This is just terrible. But we will fight it tooth and nail as long as we live and only 13 of us out of over 700 MEPs voted against this yesterday and I'll tell you what those 13 it, it takes courage to stand up against the numbers Southeast Radio's Morning Mix